You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Three-time Grey Cup champion Sean Lemon of the Montreal Alouettes. You said that Wednesday's parade yesterday was one of the most unbelievable things you've ever seen in your life. There's just so many fans because I've won two other Grey Cups before. We've had parades and it didn't look like that. The energy there. You see passionate fans crying, hugging us, and just so excited for everything going on. And, and i just never seen anything like it. It's just so much fun. This is the Rod Peterson Show. Well, this is a very interesting start to hour two of a football Friday. Hi, everybody. I hope you're enjoying the program. I know I certainly am. The sun has come out. It's a beautiful day in South Florida. We're ready for the weekend. We're getting smashed on sober carpenter, a non-alcoholic beer. Oh. Plan to be on my second by now, but... Um, hey, things don't always go according to plan. We don't have the moose, but we will right away. Clark has informed me he... We thought we had Darren Moose DuPont lined up for hour two, but as of now, it's just me. I hope that's okay with you. Um, where do we start? Troy in Toronto. I'm going to try to get to as many comments as I can from the Rod Squad, the audience, before Moose comes in and ruins everything. Troy in Toronto says, uh, getting the big screen in the boardroom warmed up for the Leafs and Blackhawks game. Can't wait to watch Connor Bedard. He is awesome. Go, Leafs, go. I'll say it again. Everybody, please do me a favor. I don't ask you to do much. But please go follow our social media channels, Instagram specifically, at The Rod Peterson Show, Twitter, at Rod Peterson Show, Facebook, too. We've got a lot of fun stuff going on there. If you just can't get enough of us live every day for two hours here on Game Plus TV and WQEE Radio, go to our social media, vote on our polls, support our sponsors like Sober Carpenter. Hope your fridge is full of that for a big football weekend. Reason I'm bringing that all up is we've got a poll on our Instagram story right now for what's your game of the night in the National Hockey League. There are 15 games. We had to pick, I had to pick four. And leading the way is the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs at the Chicago Blackhawks, like Troy and Toronto. Moose all excited about that. And Moose is with us here now from Toronto. And uh, Darren and I have had a few chats outside of the show this week, and I told you that I was on, in a Zoom meeting this morning with my peeps from largely the Queen City, and they got mad at me. I, it was my turn to, to share in the meeting, and they said, turn your camera off. Get those damn palm trees out of there. It was minus 24 here last night. I'm like, don't get mad at me. Don't hate me because I'm beautiful. I worked my ass off to get this going. So, yeah, life is great. And we're getting ready for the Black Friday game. Does it not feel like a holiday to you, Darren? We had the three NFL games yesterday. Now we got a spate, a spate of NHL afternoon games today. It's we're in the holiday spirit. Yeah, man, it does. We did like the game's already started, right? I believe the game's already underway. The first one, um, Detroit's playing. It's going to be like it does. And I watched the Macy's Day Parade yesterday. And I know, like, I'm not that far from the U.S., you know, about an hour away from the U.S. border, uh, really close to Buffalo. But it's not even that. 
it's, you know, this show airing in both countries. And I talked about this yesterday. It's having friends down there and all the rest. But it's also, you know, on our television sets. And it is. It's a great holiday. And if it's good reason to celebrate twice, celebrate twice. Even if you have to go to work today or whatever, um, we're having fun with it. It's going to be a good day and a good weekend. Uh, by the way, we got some new viewers that have tuned in and are writing in, and they're 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 getting the hang of it. In that you can write the guys on the screen, and if you're real lucky, they will talk back to you, which you don't get anywhere else in the media business. But they also need to understand there's a queue. There's what we call the Rod Squad. It's our posse that have been around a long time, so they'll they get precedence. So we'll get to that. And the thing is. We were having this discussion last night. We had a great Thanksgiving dinner, Serena and I, and we're talking about the difference between Canada and the U.S. And, you know, I mistakenly thought that the 49th parallel was really just this virtual line. Just erase it. We're really one big group. And then I've been here long enough now that, no, it really couldn't be more different. Yeah, the Leafs are at Chicago today, but you know what I mean? And the Raptors are playing the Bulls tonight. But that's, no. They might as well be a wall. We're building a wall. There might as well be in terms of the mentality of the two countries, i.e. they don't really care about hockey here. I'm sorry to say they don't care about the CFL for the most part, which reminds me, I want to get... <laughs> I'm talking myself down a very interesting path here that I hope people find interesting. Because as we've said, we're on the radio in Atlanta, you may not understand necessarily what we're talking about, but damn sure you're going to be entertained. So I mentioned I joined a new gym yesterday. Uh, it's called Johnny O's. And I went back there today for my second workout. This is the home gym of Nick Bosa of the 49ers, Joey Bosa of the Chargers, Chris Carter and his son, Duran, Major Wright. And okay, when I said the CFL isn't a big deal en masse to Americans, no, it's not. But to a certain segment of people, it's a really big deal. So I wore my Rough Riders workout shirt today. And Johnny O comes up to me and he's... <laughs> Johnny O, he's got that Northeastern tough Boston accent. Big, chiseled guy, Darren. Johnny O, you'll have to meet him when you come down here. He's like, did you get a chance to talk to Major yesterday? And I'm like, yes, I did. I met Major Wright, the Gators safety, national champion, Bears safety, all of that. So when we got talking about Chris and Deron Carter, I told him, I said, I work for a team that Deron played for. And he looked at me, which one? Oh, Saskatchewan. He's like, yeah, it didn't end well there. I said, well, it doesn't for many of us, <laughs> but it's okay. <laughs> we, we all go on to great things, which reminds me, breaking news. Cody Fajardo will be with us on Monday, the MVP of the Montreal Alouettes. And just to recap everything here, in hour one, Jim Barker was with us from the CFL on TSN, and it was a very uh, revealing interview. And I just before we move on to, to tonight's games and tonight's action, Darren, I want your take on a few things, okay? Because it's Football Friday. I said I'll allow talk on the Rough Riders coaching search today or anything else. See you. Anything football-related, whatever you want, you can talk about, folks, right here. It's a safe place. Um, he talked about the Alouettes. You know, it was a surprise to him and pretty much everybody that they won. I mean, you and I were going over with Clark, who we thought would be candidates for the MVP. We're like, okay, well, let's say Zach Caleros and Brady Oliveira. Zach, uh, there's two for Winnipeg, and then Cody Fajardo for Montreal, and then... Oh. Who would we pick on this offense? Right? It's a bunch yeah. of nobodies. It just is. I'm sorry, it just is. And Cody ended up being the MVP. So Jim said it was a surprise. And then he just, in passing, when I said, and we have big news about the Edmonton Elks coming up, by the way, in a second. But in passing, when I said, what do you think this means for Winnipeg? They've lost back-to-back -back Grey Cups. He goes, well, you never know in the offseason. You lose Buck Pierce to Saskatchewan as head coach. You lose some free agent. And, of course, he talked so long, I didn't have a chance to say, say that. It, whoop, rewind, what? You lose Buck what? Pierce to Saskatchewan. As, that's what he said. Uh, did I write it down? Uh, no, I wrote down a lot of his other comments. I'll find it. But so on that thing, um, God, the Rough Riders coaching <laughs> search, I got to be honest with you. What are you laughing at? And then I'll... You need the, Leo Di the Leonardo DiCaprio uh, 
video there where he's got the smoke and the beer and he's on the couch and he's like wait 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 did, did you see that did you, you know the, <laughs> you're right That's i think i need to stitch about. them together you find the video of jim okay. i'll stitch it together it was around the uh 12 30 <laughs> eastern mark if you will because just before that he talked about chad kelly and will he respond from a massive implosion in the playoffs last year um, but anyways, the reason that I haven't put a lot of time into this Rough Riders coaching search is because it's gotten comical in a way. Comical. And it's just, it's too much. Because there's a lot of other stuff going on that more people care about. Uh, they, they, they're stretching this along. They get this large list of candidates, and you hear the narrative and the commentary from people, oh, they won't hire a first-time head coach because this is too important. But Buck Pierce, well, this would be his first job if he's the head coach. Or I've seen people predict it'll be Corey Mace, the Argonauts' defensive coordinator. Well, be it, his, it would be his first thing, too. And we've heard the names Paul Lapolis, Mark Trust. My God, it's up to over 15 names. And I'm just... I'm. I'm over it because what it is is chasing your tail. I'm not about chasing my tail anymore. So before we move on, what? Are, yes, Jeff the Stamps fan writes in and says, is way too many names. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's comical. Yeah, it is. The one thing I would say is I would expect, again, I've said this before, I expect this to hopefully get wrapped up here soon. I mean, if Jim's dropping Buck Pierce, and maybe that's the thing, maybe he's been offered a, a contract, who knows? But the only thing I know out about all this is once you ask permission, I believe what I was told is you got two weeks to offer the, the candidate a contract once you ask permission to interview them. Not once the interviews happen, not once you've offered a contract, whatever. You get two weeks. So it was last week that we heard that all these, you know, that the offers and, and the asks went out and that they started the process. So the clock starts ticking, and I would imagine it's going to be wrapped up hopefully soon because you're right, it's getting crazy. Um, nobody really knows what to believe, and it is a little chasing your tail. I think we just want to know who it is and be done with it and move on. It's one eleven Eastern. Just pointing that out. Eleven eleven Mountain. If you're into that kind of thing, numerology. Uh... Jeff, the Stamps fan, says, if you can't streamline the type of coach you want, you're an aimless franchise. And while on one hand you'd think he's trolling on the other, I get it. It looks like you don't know who you want to have as your next head coach. That's what it looks like. And if that's the case, they're in more trouble than I thought, and they are in a lot of trouble. They are. Might be more than I even thought. Chad in Lethbridge writes in, he says, fellas, the shirts today are spot on, bright and happy colors. Headed into the weekend. Have a great weekend, Rod and Darren. Thank you. Thank you for turning the frickin' direction because yes. it's Black Friday. Um, and I will say this again. John in Edmonton wrote in and says, I heard Rod Peterson has an interview for the Rough Riders coaching job. Thanks, that's funny. Obviously not going to happen. And I was on the radio in Edmonton last Friday, a week ago today, and they said, would there be any job that you would consider in the play-by-play -play realm? And I said, it would take a crane to get me out of here. And you know that, South Florida, a large crane. And that's not just after last night's Thanksgiving meal at Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. Uh, this is, I worked real hard to, to get here. Sure as hell ain't looking at leaving. Anytime soon, if ever. That's one. So thank you, John. Dolphins playing today in the first ever Black Friday game. And I was like, you tend to forget that there's bad weather anywhere else. Because I'm sitting there thinking about for years, years, that I was in the Western Hockey League making that West Coast road trip. We always made it Thanksgiving Day weekend. And U.S. Thanksgiving Day weekend, and I just loved it. Doing it so long ago, dude, back in the early 90s, Starbucks wasn't even in Canada. It was a huge, huge uh, treat to go to Spokane and sit in a Starbucks all flipping day and listen to Frank Sinatra singing Christmas carols on the stereo and drinking coffee that you never had before anywhere else. You know what I mean? And then going to the mall for Black Friday specials because in Canada, we didn't even know what the hell that was. And once we finally did, we had to line up out front of the store. Now it's all online. Um, my point? Thanks for asking. 
Dolphins versus Jets, 3 p.m. Eastern today, and the NFL's first ever Black Friday game. Jim Barker said last hour he doesn't like it. And I'd like to spend a lot of time personally with Jim Barker. You did last week at Grey Cup, and you said it was fun. Uh, I'm, I'm all for it. I don't think the NFL could do one bloody thing wrong if they tried. So Jim Barker doesn't like Black Friday. He's a football traditionalist. He said this should be a Friday, a college day, football day. NFL's just more, 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 more. And you know what, Darren? They never get kicked in the nuts. They're like the only league that doesn't. Yeah, I know. To your, you know, going down to Spokane in the 90s and, and discovering Starbucks for the first time, I think we need more of that. Unfortunately, we're, we're moving further. This is getting a little off topic. We're moving further into a world where everything is available everywhere and we want everything everywhere that nothing becomes unique. You know, like there are less differences between Canada and the U.S. today than there were 15 years ago or 20 years ago, right? And it's going to start to be the same going overseas. It's going to take a long time. But I like that. You know, U.S. things only happen in the U.S. and Canadian things only happen in Canada, you know, and you can have your differences and there's reasons to travel. But that's that aside. I'm, I'm looking forward to the Thanksgiving Day to, game today. The one thing I learned about it is there's like a constitution of broadcasting and, and sports that was written in like the 60s or the 50s. And they put a rule in that said the NFL cannot play games on Fridays or Saturdays. Friday starting at 6 p.m. Eastern or all day Saturday. Yeah. It was reserved for high school and college football to protect those uh, entities, give them their space. So what the NFL do, they said, let's play at 3 o'clock Eastern so we're done by 6 and we'll get around the Constitution rule that's been in place for 50 years or more, 60 years, and they're going to do it. And I've heard Amazon has paid like $100 million to broadcast one game because they're taking a holiday that's used to people going outside and shopping and trying to keep people indoors to shop on Amazon and delivery, and we'll see if it's a big bet that pays off. Oh, it's fascinating to watch how they're yeah. doing this. When we come back, this is what we do here in hour two. Far more audience participation. So we'll get to your comments and questions. BW from Edmonton says, by the way, the golden couple look great. Picture from the steakhouse last night. Thank you. Uh, Serena and I got dressed up to go to Ruth's Chris. It's on my personal Instagram. We had a great Thanksgiving dinner last night. That's what she loves to do. She loves to shop online. She loves to scout out restaurants, the best deal, the best place. Works, And I love to eat. So it works out good. And Jeff, the Stamps fan, uh, writes that he says, what about the Florida Panthers play-by-play -play job? You need to understand something that they have found out here those number one the job's not open number two steve goldstein the tv play-by-play -play guy doug plagans the radio play-by-play -play guy have all become my good friends i told darren a couple weeks ago on the phone when i moved down here i didn't know anybody nobody and they've become my good friends i'm not out to steal their jobs and they know that we've had those discussions i'm like guys i just want to do my show do my panthers and lightning podcast and be friends let's hang out and they're like that sounds good. So the <laughs> hockey communities, come on in. You saw this week on my so the NFL alum, the football community, come on in. The recovery communities, come on in. So guess what I did? Walk through the door. It's amazing. It's the secret. I didn't think I'd have to field any, would you go after this job questions anymore? It's just odd that it came up. And today I brought it up on my own, so it's, up, it's on me. When we come back, we'll talk about the Elks news, about they're going to a private owner. That's the talk. Uh, more on the NHL games tonight. College, if you want it. We got NFL deal or no deal coming up in our NHL top five, bottom five for John Ohm right after the break. I'm getting the crown out when we return on Game Plus Television, WQEE, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. 
Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Always a fun time of the week. Football Fridays and the fun things that we do here. You're in luck, everybody. For three reasons. I'm going to wear the the robe and crown for the entire segment. That's right. The host is wearing a crown. And we're going to play at a NHL top five and bottom five. That's the second thing that you're in luck for. And we're going to play NFL deal or no deal here, too. Let's bring the moose. Uh, hang on. Be before you bring the moose in, I'll tell you that the poll question today is brought to you, as it always is, by Key Auto Group. The all-new 2024 Kia Sportage reimagines innovation in motion. It pushes the boundaries of urban SUV design and technology with refinement and purpose. Go to keyyorktonkia.com for more information. The 2024 Kia Sportage movement that inspires the poll question is... What do you think of Dolly Parton's halftime performance Thanksgiving NFL game in Dallas yesterday? Fantastic or inappropriate? and I both were fantastic. We had to think about it for a while, but we settled on fantastic. And 82% of you agree with us. 82% saying it was fantastic. As we bring uh, the moose in now, uh, Jay in, where is he? Jay in Winnipeg says, sorry, but Dolly looks more like a gramps than a grandma. We covered this like an hour ago where I said, she don't give two squirts what you think, Jay. And when you do things like what she did yesterday, you open yourself up to hater comments. She doesn't care and she always does and she's got bigger balls than most. Dolly. So that's one. Two. For John Ohm. And I don't have my... Now here it is. Why not? Told you we we're going to have fun today. Um, the NHL top five, bottom five. Only by request are we doing it on a football Friday. He asked. NHL top five, bottom five, brought to you by our official betting partner, Bet Regal. You may or may not agree, so listen up, Moose. Tell me if you agree. And everybody, the number one team's the Boston Bruins. Played the fewest games, have the most points. I saw them here Wednesday. They schooled the Panthers. Three. Boston is by far the best team in the NHL. Yeah. Number two, it's the Vegas Golden Knights. And I'm actually waiting for these two to meet in the Stanley Cup final. Boston and Vegas, make it happen. Hockey gods. Number three, the New York Rangers. I'm not sold they're going to continue to be this good, but for now, it's the New York Rangers. Number four, yes, this is not just a gratuitous for our Winnipeg viewers. It is the Winnipeg Jets. How about that? Four wins in a row. Going for five tonight here in Sunrise. And the number five team is the Dallas Stars. Allie from Texarkana's Dallas Stars. Huge one tonight for them against the Calgary Flames, who incidentally, as we look at the bottom five teams in the NHL, I have the Calgary Flames as the 28th team in the NHL. And don't get mad at me. Don't shoot the messenger. Sloppy and slow is what their own coach called them the other night. Let's see if they change that in Dallas tonight. Fifth worst team, Calgary. Fourth worst team, the Columbus Blue Jackets. They are who we thought they were. But I don't even blame them. They don't even have the coach they thought that they would. Third worst team, the Chicago Blackhawks, even with Connor Bedard. Check the standings. The second worst team is Edmonton. Statistically, it's Chicago, but no, it's Edmonton because Chicago would beat Edmonton if they played right now. And the worst team in the NHL is the San Jose Sharks, and you're not going to get any argument from anybody. Bump, bump, bum. Read him and weep. Any arguments from you, Moose? Um, a couple. I'll start on the bottom five. I unfortunately have Minnesota in the bottom five. They are sinking fast. They've lost five in a row, a team that had way higher expectations coming into the year. And the one team I think that's missing from your top five is the LA Kings. And I think they get overlooked because they haven't played as mm -hmm. many games as everybody else. But LA is 11-3-3. Mm -hmm. three three. They've only played 
17 games. They got three points, three games in hand on Vegas, and they've won three in a row. I think LA is a team that's going to be right there at the top of the league. We know who they are, and they're very good. Gotcha. Ryan in Toronto says, I love this segment. Looking good, Rod. Thank you. David in Winnipeg wants to know, can Darren get his own crown and robe for deal or no deal? I think he can, <laughs> but he's resisting it. Deal or no deal. <laughs> deal. Deal. You know, no, no, there can only be one king. Can't have two kings. Uh, I could be a prince or I could be some other member of the royal family, but one king. If Dolly Parton can go on stage in front of millions in basically a bikini at 77, we can wear a crown and robe on national television. Who cares? It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun. It's supposed to be fun. Um, now, are you ready for NFL deal or no deal? Let's load them up again. Starting with the first ever Black Friday game in the National Football League, the Miami Dolphins at the New York Jets. Dolphins favored by nine and a half on the road. Deal or no deal? Deal for me. Not even this Jets defense can keep them in the game today. Times two. Pittsburgh minus 1.5 at the Cincinnati Bengals. Deal or no deal? Deal for me. I like Mike Tomlin in this situation, and they got a new offensive coordinator. Deal for me. Bengals won't probably win another game all year. The Jacksonville Jaguars at the Houston Texans. Jags favored by one and a half on the road. No deal. I'll take Houston at home. Two of us. Texans are the surprise team of the year. They're the, the it team of the year in the NFL. Yeah. Well, maybe the Colts too, though. They're Colts home to Tampa Bay, and the Colts are favored by 2.5 over the Bucks. Deal or no deal? No deal. I'll take the Bucks to uh, win the upset there. It's a deal from me, dog. The New England Patriots at the New York Giants. Blech. Patriots favored by 3.5 in the toilet bowl. Deal or no deal? <sighs> no deal. Uh, no, no deal. I'll go with the Giants. Yeah, no deal here either. The Carolina Panthers at the Tennessee Titans. With all apologies to the last... This is the Toilet Bowl. It's brought to you by Drano or Mr. Clean. Carolina at Tennessee. Titans favored by three and a half. Deal or no deal? <sighs> no deal. They've given... There's no reason to be optimistic or confident in what Tennessee's been able to do, even if they are playing Carolina this weekend. I'm sorry, did you say no deal? Yeah, no deal. Yeah, yeah, same for me. L.A. Rams at the Arizona Cardinals. The Rams are favored by a point and a half. Deal or no deal? Yeah, I'll take the deal there. Uh, it'll be a really close game. No deal here. Uh, Connor Murray's actually got the Cardinals looking like a team. Too little, too late. Kansas City Chiefs at the Las Vegas Raiders. Chiefs favored by nine. Deal or no deal in the AFC West battle? No deal. The Kansas City Chiefs are a team that haven't scored points in the second half for three straight weeks. So at the very least, I think the Raiders keep that? it close. How about that? Look who's been reading the look who's been reading the game notes. I will take the deal. They're calling it a trap game in Philadelphia. The Eagles home to the Buffalo Bills. Eagles favored by three. Deal or no deal? I like that. I'll take the deal. I'll take the Eagles. Uh, me too. Bills are a grease fire. Cleveland at Denver. The Broncos favored by a game and a half. Yes. Give me Denver and the, and the points. Me too. Baltimore Ravens at Los Angeles Chargers. Ravens favored by 3.5. Um, I'm weirdly going to say no. I think Mark Andrews being out for the season in Baltimore is a bigger loss than people think. And um, one less weapon. I'll take the Chargers in this one. They need it more than the Ravens do. How about that? Uh, it's a deal from me, dog. And on Monday Night Football, an NFC North clash. Chicago Bears at Minnesota Vikings. The Vikes favored by three. Deal or no deal? I'll take a deal there. I like the Vikings to bounce back from a loss last week. 
Me too. They've won five of six. Okay. <clears throat> you know what? Whoa, it's raining again. You think Calgary's got weird weather. If you don't like Florida's, wait 15 minutes. The odd thing is, they won't predict, predict rain all week, and then it'll rain. You know what I mean? Like, you can't, you can't plan for it. But whatever. I'm used to it now. It's raining is my point now. Thank God I went out and covered the Jeep. Uh, <laughs> Chad in Lethbridge writes in, and he says, Darren has to go back to the buffet first to wear the crown. Here's the thing. He doesn't want to wear a crown. We've established that. And there is no way or go back to the buffet. Court just yeah, he, yeah. He, uh, he won't wear a court jester hat either. We don't make people do things they don't want to do here. From Ryan All Radio at WQE, he says, Duke, Darren DuPont. Thing is that nickname's taken by our good yeah. friend Derek Duke Myers. So we'll stay with dupes. I did find out a little bit why uh, I've been feeling to, I got a flu shot this week. I didn't want to, but I had to. Anybody familiar with what I'm going through down here, I had to get shots. I haven't had a flu shot since I was a child. And it made me sick. Is that supposed to happen? Is that a thing? It's a thing. It can happen. Yeah, yeah you get the effects for a couple of days. Yeah. Uh, and I'm a guy with you. Jay. I resist the flu shot too every year. And for other reasons, I might have to get my flu shot coming up here next week. I don't know. We'll see. Yeah, they made me. They made me. Jay in Winnipeg says, Rod, uh, when does the lawn man get his own segment? It's funny you bring that up. We were talking about that with our COO, Joe, this morning. Joe Brokentoe. He said he, wanted to, he, he would come down and stay with us and mow the lawn and clip the hedges to earn his keep. We're like, no, no, have you not been paying attention? We have a guy that does that, lawn guy. Yeah. The thing about giving him his own segment, we can't, because we don't know when he will ever show up. He has his own segment. <laughs> what are you talking about? Uh, okay. <sighs> Sorry, trying to get serious here. Eric, writing in from Swift Current, 902-518-3033, says, Good morning, Rod. My name is Electric Eric secondary mascot to the WHL Swift Crown Broncos. My mind immediately went to the number one mascot there, Charlie Horse. When I was the voice of the Regina Pats, you've heard this story, but I'm sure Eric hasn't, nor the millions watching on television. I stole that horse's head out of the hockey bag in the, in the dressing room it was stored in, and I ran That's down the hallway with the horse's hat in and into the Pats dressing room in the middle of a meeting. Ta-da! And our head coach, Curtis Hunt, didn't think it was funny. Anyways, if you want to know, <laughs> Eric says, I was recommended. You mean to a hockey coach didn't think that was funny? He didn't think it was funny. Well, not in the middle of his meeting anyways. He goes, I was recommended your show by a friend of both of ours, Jackie Nobbs. I would like to hear your thoughts on the suspension of Broncos coach Devin Pratt. Regardless, keep on being awesome. We kind of brushed on it last hour in the sports segment, and we think it's ridiculous. Um, I do. Do you, Darren, quickly? Yeah. I mean, they, they jumped to conclusions, suspended him indefinitely, then went through the investigation, and he gets five games. I mean, there's things you can't do, but we're, we're overreacting a little bit. I, I'm fine with the suspension, but, I mean, we overreacted at the beginning. What do I think? What I think, Eric, is the whole world's gone mad. So I just stay here in my little... And we're good. Moose, have a great holiday weekend. You too. We're going to talk about all the CFL news when we come back as we put a wrap on the 110th Grey Cup and the news coming out of Edmonton that they're predicted to be privately owned by 2025. Recap in the 110th Grey Cup. Maybe a little bit about Stampeders football. Next coach of the Riders, Sheldon DePastic, can talk about it all. Nasty DePastic and a podcast host as well when we come back on Game Plus Television, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live.
Welcome back, everybody. And it's a football Friday. I appreciate those chiming in and helping us along with the breaking news. Uh, we have learned, thank you, David, of Winnipeg, that uh, Rick Bonus will return to the Winnipeg Jets bench tonight as they visit the Florida Panthers here in Sunrise. So I'm going to have to get down to the rink a little early, get some shots, shots, shots. But we're talking CFL. Let's bring in Sheldon Nasty Napastic here. Spent half his season in uh, Saskatchewan with the Riders and half his season in Calgary, or half his career in Calgary with the Stanford. You're looking good, brother. Are you down some weight? What's up? Yeah, I might have lost a couple pounds, Rod. How, uh, how are you doing? Good. Well, as of I, thanks for noticing. How much you down? Uh, you know what? I, uh, I, I found myself tipping about 302 on the scales, and I said that's uh, a little bit ridiculous. So I, I tried the keto thing there for a few weeks and uh, down to 287. Ooh, good for you, brother. Keep on going. Keep on going. Uh, and I appreciate you chiming in today, uh, Nasty. Listen, you probably wonder what the heck we're going to talk about. I just want to have a football discussion with you. You're used to that. You host your own show, the Chevy and Nasty Show. The Elks, Edmonton Elks color guy, Dave Campbell, said an hour ago that he believes by 2025, the Elks will have private ownership after forever being community owned. And somebody's written in and said, how will that help things? You own your own business. Can I put that to you? How do you think that'll change the fortunes of the Edmonton football team? If well, at all? Yeah, and, that, and that's news to me. I mean, I just heard that myself. Um, uh, but the thing with private ownership means you don't have to go through as much bureaucracy and red tape, and you don't have as many opinions on the table in order to make a move. Um, but I think as we've seen, though, Rod, like, it can be a double-edged sword because it's not so much whether you're privately owned or not. It's who that ownership is what kind of resources they have, what kind of management style they have. Um, at the end of the day, you know, everybody talks about quarterbacks and coaches, uh, but when you look at every successful franchise in the CFL, it all starts with a successful ownership group and a strong management um, department. And that's something right now I think they, the Elks are just lacking in general, and it's, it's shown on the field the last 10, 15 years. Yeah, well, I'm... I'm like you, fascinated, I think, with the story because we're fans of the league. But if I may, since the 1970s, the three flagship teams of the CFL have been Edmonton, then Saskatchewan, and now Winnipeg, all in that order, and they're all community-owned. So I'm with you. doesn't matter who owns them. It's about the proper leadership. Now, Absolutely. are you ready to move on, or do you have anything else on that? No, I think, I think that's about it. It's just going to be a wait and see. Have there been any uh, rumors on who that person might be? To be honest, no, because uh, I've had people calling me, and I'm like, I don't want to talk about it. I don't want to cover it, because when I report things, people get pissed off at me, and I get blackballed. I'm, I'm out. No, I'm not, I don't want to hear about this. Yeah, just call well, me you for the news conference. So I, haven't, I guess we're, we're just going to huh? have to wait till 2025. We're just going to have to wait till 2025 and see what happens. Are you having a hard time hearing me here, Rod? Or? No, 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 I can hear you. There's a very slight delay, but I'll give you an example. I reported the sale of the Stampeders, which I believed was going to happen, and then the buyer backed out, and the Flames were pissed at me. Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't need this. I don't need this. So on, the, on, on that, how do you feel about the Calgary Stampeders, the season they had, miraculous ending, and, but then petering out in BC again? What do you think? You know, I, I think we brought it, I'll go back to, I think, a conversation we had at, at the beginning of the season. And uh, um, Calgary's still a strong organization, good leadership, is well run, but they, they've got a couple of issues in there right now that haven't been addressed. And, and I said from the start that it was, it was probably time to move on from Bo Levi. Uh, he was clearly kind of struggling as he petered out. But um, when we look at Jake Mayer as, as his replacement and the faith that they put in him, uh, I'm still just not convinced that he's the guy or at least he's not the guy yet. Um, I guess he's got a few things going for him in that he, he, he doesn't, no, he doesn't even, I was gonna say he doesn't make a ton of mistakes, but his mistakes have been very costly. Uh, for the most part, he's an efficient game manager, but he's got an accuracy problem. Uh, he has a problem going deep on, uh, going to the deep ball. And, he, and when you look at Calgary's struggles throughout the season, you know, we're just not seeing the production out of that quarterback position that we're used to and that you need to succeed in the Western Conference when you're looking at, you know, at BC and, and, and Winnipeg. We just don't have the firepower at quarterback. Um, and, and that's something I, I haven't seen that's really trying to address yet. And I'm not sure what, 
the best options for them are going to be. That's that's a really good point. Jake Meyer doesn't make a lot of mistakes, but when he does, they're big ones. <laughs> that's a really good point. And and when you said time to move on from Bo Levi, boy, did Hamilton find that out um, at the wrong time, just in terms of age and being injured and blah blah blah. Do you think he comes back or does he stay on television? What do you think? Uh, you know, I, I I just you know I just haven't seen him in the proper headspace. Uh, to go out there and to be productive. I mean, I, I'm sure there's a bit of a physical issue going on as well, but right from the start of the season, he just never looked comfortable. I mean, he, he said the right things, his, his interviews looked great, but when he got onto the field, uh, the decision-making process and the ability to deliver the ball on target and on time just, just seems to have, have passed him. Now, physically, he can still rip that ball uh, hard enough to compete, but I think just something's happened to the guy over the last three to four years where, where he's just, his head's not in it at the level that it takes to compete. Everybody knows his little bags of tricks. They, they know what he's good at. They know what he's not good at. Um, but I, 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 think it, I think it's just been more of a head problem because he, it's not like he's lost the talent. He just seems to have lost, lost the game. And I, I have no explanation for why that might be other than maybe it's time to move on to the broadcast What'd you think of the 110th Grey Cup? Montreal upsetting Winnipeg 28-24. Ridiculous. I mean, that's, uh, um, you know, Chev and I on our show, we're, we're, we're talking about that. And, and even going into Toronto, uh, Chev's picking the Alouettes. And, you know, I, I call them a homer. There's, there's nothing on paper that I saw all season long that could have given you even a, a glimmer of hope that, uh, that they would have pulled off what they did. Other than the fact that he reminded me that they won the last six games going into that. And there's something about a team that's put everything together at the right time to go onto a hot streak. Um, and still after they beat Toronto, I still, I did, still didn't believe what I was going to see. But d- did you get a chance to watch uh, any of the pregame show action? Usually, usually I'm not big on watching the pregame shows. But they did a special on Jason Moss and the work that he's done in that locker room over the, over the past season. I mean, he's got those guys divided into intramural teams. They're playing pickleball, all kinds of competitions. He's got the English players uh, learning French uh, and really just uh, embracing the, uh, the Quebecois culture and the Montreal culture. What Jason Moss has done there in the last year, speaking of strong leadership, uh, is to really take the Isle of Misfit Toys, a bunch of cast-offs and, and pieces put together throughout the season, and managed to turn them into a team. And another thing here, I'll tell you, I was right about Mayer at the beginning of the season, but when I was talking to you earlier in the season, I was dead wrong. You've always liked Fajardo. And for me, he was just sort of a meh, uh, a guy that could never really find his way. I thought it was, a, I felt bad for Jason Moss when they hired him and then they brought him Fajardo. I thought that was going to be a nightmare. Hey, the player, the quarterback that just got me fired is now my go-to guy in Montreal. Um, but I, I don't think anybody saw coming the way that, they built that culture, got on the same page, got all the players to buy in. And, I mean, and that culminated in just an amazing, you know, 110th Grey Cup. I mean, they went out there. That defense was spot on. They, were, they, they, they didn't give Winnipeg anything after, uh, after the catch. They had no blown coverages. Um, and the offense just believed enough to get it done on, on the backs of a couple runs by Stanback early and, and uh, you know, impressive uh, performance by Mack. And Tyson Philpott, Calgary kid, uh, they managed to pull it off. It was uh, probably the best upset victory in the Grey Cup that I've seen since, you know what, 1989. Yes, and uh, I didn't see the pregame. I would have liked to, but they didn't have it on CFL Plus here in the States. But thank you. None of that surprises me. I appreciate you saying that. I didn't even know. I'll have to go look it up at TSN's website. And lastly, Sheldon, it's week 13, college football rivalry weekend. You watching your alma mater, following your alma mater this weekend? Talk about it. You got a memory? Got a memory of it? Yeah, well, this weekend with Iowa State versus Kansas State. And, and Iowa State, of course, uh, uh, putting out Brock Purdy to the uh, San Francisco uh, 49ers a couple of seasons ago. Uh, his replacement in the wings uh, was looking strong until the beginning of the season got tied up in that whole ga- uh, gambling scandal and was uh, uh, sat for the rest of the year suspended. So we've got a new kid in there that's uh, a redshirt freshman um, that you know struggled early on, but has been coming on really strong. Last week uh, against Texas, I think we lost 24-17 against number seven Texas in Ames. This week we're taking on uh, uh, Kansas State. Uh, I always say it's looking strong. Um, uh, 
Uh, they're already bowl eligible. I think this is going to be their uh, possible eighth win uh, this week. So, yeah, I'm, I'm following the alma mater a little bit. You know, go Clones. It is a fantastic weekend of college football. They all are, but especially this one. Hey, Nasty, we're out of time, but thanks as always. Keep up the weight loss journey. Proud of you, brother. Keep in yeah, touch. You, you too, Rod. We'll talk to you soon here. CFL alum, the great Sheldon Napastic, one half of the Chevy and Nasty show. Coming up next, overtime, the text lines open, 902-518-3033. Jeff in Yorkton says, hey, why is Sober Carpenter not available in the sweatpants capital, which is Regina, or anywhere else in the rectangular province? It is Lakeview Fine Foods. Just ask me and I'll tell you. Lakeview Fine Foods has Sober Carpenter, non-alcoholic beer. We helped out Wayne and Victoria find it. We can do the same for you. We'll be right back on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube Live. It's overtime. I guarantee you, I guarantee you, as my mom would say, we could go three hours today. But we're not. This is the final segment. We're brought to you by Overtime Hockey Lanes in Calgary, where skill and fun collide. An amusement park for hockey enthusiasts. Book your Christmas party for your team, your family, your school, your business. Overtime Hockey Lanes. Look up Randy and Michelle there. Tell them Rod sent you. And uh, maybe play a game or two in the Rod Peterson Show lane. It's so much fun. Just a slap shot away from the old Crossroads Flea Market, 28th Street Northeast in Calgary. Um, having some fun here as always, as promised. Herb Lemaire is watching in Melville, Sask. Glad you asked. He says, I'd love to see a picture of the beloved Jeep. Herb, you just went on Instagram or just went on Facebook. One of the two, right? Tell me which one it is. And I'll post a photo to my Instagram. My beloved Goldie. I'm a Jeep guy. Sold my 1975 antique Jeep CJ. Had to do it. I was telling somebody this here in Florida this week. I'm like, yeah, had to sell my Jeep. It was just sitting in my brother's barn. He's like, what? It just sounds so normal to us, right? But then you get into a different segment of society and you just talk like you normally do. Yeah, it's in the second alley of my brother's barn and it was sitting there for two years. I just had to sell it, okay? I wasn't driving it. So I have this gold 2004 Jeep Wrangler down here that everybody calls Goldie. And it's been called, it's not me, I didn't say it, but others have said the coolest Jeep in South Florida. Not joking. It's got a snorkel on it. Just in case you want to go in the water which I haven't yet. So anyways, tell me, Herb, what you're on social media, and I'll post uh, on my account so you can see it. Kirk, I apologize. Kirk in Toronto's had this question for two days, and this is on me. Can we get audience participation in the four minutes we have left? Flood it. The streaming YouTube chat or Sober Carpenter text line 902-518-3033. He says, hey, Rod, Kirk from Toronto. On a football Friday, could you and Moose come up with a nickname for a possible Quebec City CFL franchise? I said yesterday that we would push it to today. So the Quebec... What? I just feel like it would, we, you know, we don't have time here. But four minutes of what you would name the Quebec. Everybody flood it. Think about it and flood it. And I'll pass them all along right now. Sober Carpenter text line. I think Nordique. I think the, the first thing that came to mind was Nordique. Is that bad? Are we saving it for the NHL team when they come back? The Quebec Bonhomme. Isn't that Good man, the Quebec good men. I like it. Why not? We got the red blacks. That's dumb. The Quebec, homme de neige, snowmen. The Quebec, Clark, you got something for me? Clark, give me something. The Quebec, Quakers. Okay, I was watching the 1993 Stanley Cup final on any. The Expo. <laughs> Too soon? 
I was watching the uh, 1993 Stanley Cup final on NHL Network. They had an ad on the Canadians bench with the Quaker. Remember Quaker Oats? Quaker? Do they, they still sell it, right? I'm like, that, that looks like cultural appropriation. And I don't even know what the hell that is, but I'm offended by the Quaker. Nobody dresses like that anymore. Sports update. Winnipeg Jets head coach Rick Bonus has returned to the team and will be behind the bench for Friday's road game against the Florida Panthers tonight. I'll be there. Uh, in Chicago, Corey Perry's a healthy scratch for Chicago's game against Toronto this afternoon. Blackhawks coach Luke Richardson is declining to provide any update on the forward status with the team. We're brought to you by Landmark Cinemas and Theaters Now, Hunger Games, The Ballad of Songbirds and Snakes, starring Rachel Zegler and Tom Blythe, and brought to you by Common Crown Brewing Company, turning your everyday common beer into a unique and exceptional experience. Visit commoncrown.ca. The Quebec Expos. Well, it's the leader. Ha! Bob in Saskatoon says the Quebec separatists. Logos the Fleur de Lee. See you Monday. Who has more fun than us? <laughs>